Disclaimer. This podcast is run by two idiots who just want to have some fun talking to people. Don't take any of the points made too seriously. None of the points in poking fun at people or making any serious points are made actually seriously. Please research and make your own judgments on anything we say. Thank you. Right. Hello everyone, welcome to Textbook 404. Uh, and my name is Ryan and I am the host of this episode. And this is my co-host, Mikkel. Say hi to the camera. Hi. Right. So, uh, we don't. <laughs> Do you have anything, Mikkel? I thought you, you well, had a topic you wanted to talk about earlier. <laughs> yes, yes, I have a few. So, I think a few weeks ago, we've, we've talked about your history in USA. Yeah. And uh, you've mentioned that you've been sort of bullied at school. But then I was kind of curious, has it ever gotten physical or it's just the mostly mental games, psychological games? The thing with children, Ryan, is that they excel in both. But in my experience, I have only been harmed in a mental capacity. I'm pretty sure I haven't been beaten up before because while the school cares if you someone is bleeding, they don't care if some if you bully someone verbally. So I think it's like just way harder to track that. So right. So you've you you said that the game that you that other people use to sort of uh, disqualify or sort of get you out is cheese related things, yes. right? Cheese touch. I'm sure a lot right. of people who are listening to this might know <laughs> what it is because it's pretty popular, I guess, or like a very... I don't think it's popular in Indonesia though. Okay. We know the game tag, but we haven't heard the game cheese touch. But is it the reason why for like, I think... I think when I was in middle school, you you constantly mentioned that you love cheese. Is that the reason why? Uh, no. Um, so no. So the cheese touch thing. So okay, let's let's. Okay, I'm actually gonna explain this. We need some padding for the podcast. So the right. touch, if I am not wrong, started off as a concept inside a children's book. Of I forgot the name of, but basically the concept was there's this piece of cheese that hasn't been touched for a very long time, and then Thumbgun took it, picked it up, and threw it away. But because the cheese was there for so long, there's the fingers now known as the cheese touch or having touched the cheese, being infected by the cheese, Ryan. As such. If you, if that person were to touch you, you'd be infected by the touch cheese, Brian. So the cheese touch is basically that, the concept, right? In elementary schools and in middle schools and stuff in the U.S., I've only been in it now, well, obviously, because I'm so, so young. But, but is it, is it like the game, is it similar with the game tag? It's like, not a game. if you game. touch someone else, yes, then... Yes, it is kind of a game. I guess it is kind of a game. If you touch someone else, but it's not like, 
uh, you're it. It's it's like I guess infection more like it, Ryan. Maybe you could think about oh, it that so way. Oh, so the person who is previously touched is still still yeah. Oh. That's why you don't want to get touched because everyone will go away from you. But it's not like so like say like infection and tag are a game, right? It happens on purpose. When it comes to the cheese touch, or I guess I, I, I just call it the cheese touch. Well, you know, it's a lot of forms. It's like back then, I guess it's kind of, kind of like the Macau touch, basically the Asian touch. Um, but like, is it that racist? It, it is. So yeah, a lot of American entertainment, especially for children, again, children are terrifying beings, are based on racism. Because guess what? Racism is hilarious if used properly, not like in a harmful way. But you know, people have made, have made you know racism a funny thing. <laughs> Especially the Asian making fun of other Asians, right? Right, so I think yesterday or a few days ago, I watched a video that talks about Hitler. And I think we could... We, I know it's, it's kind of a shift, but I'm going to tell you why it is related with what we, are, what we just talked about. So one of the topics that has been said in the discussion is how hygiene Hitler was. And so, he is a very hygiene person. He take he, he took a bath for like five times a day. So he is one of those guys who is very very hygiene and you know kind of don't really like to you know don't like messy stuff and don't like dirty stuff. And so one of the reason why he hates Jews so much. It's not necessarily because he thinks of Jews as an enemy, but it's more of a, a virus instead of an enemy. And so he feels like the Jews has to be eliminated, just like how people should eliminate virus. And this also could translate to many different discussions. One of them is racism, uh, because I think, first of all, I think racism is impossible to be vanished completely. And because the main idea of racism is discrimination. And as I think we human is very, very fragile to the idea of discrimination. Even when we were a kid, we've known and we've learned the idea of discrimination through the game that I, that we just mentioned, like cheese touch or tag or, you know, those kind of stuff. Because I think it's, it's related with how humans should protect themselves against the pathogen when we were like, you know, 100 years ago, you know, because 100 years ago, there would be virus. And when someone gets infected, it, it could be the end of a community. Therefore, we are trained as a human being, like it's, it dots down to our brain function to, you know, to go away from the things that we recognize as virus and oftentimes the thing that we recognize as virus could also be people and so i think this idea is very can be can be brought down to a very diverse topic especially social kind of so, social topic because i think people just think of tag as as a normal game but then it's that's simple actually because you know if kids could understand a game that means that game is in some way biologically uh biologically 
put in human mind, you know, because kids could simply understand it. And so, yeah, I think it's it's very interesting when it comes to this kind of stuff, you know. Maybe it's yeah. more like the, the mindset, like strangers, bad, family, good, people yes. you know is good. Those are people who are safe. You stay away from strangers, right? Like <laughs> like a fight yeah, yeah. or flight kind of instinct, you know. Strangers, if yes. you find strangers, you got to run away from them. They will kill you. They will, you know, ruin your life. Well, you know, people who you know will never, like, they're they're safe. You're safe with them and they're safe with you, probably, kind of that mindset, yeah. I guess. And a lot of people just think of, you know, the, the idea of racism or discrimination as something bad. But in some ways, it is, in fact, what kept human alive for years. Because if you think about it, humans... If wait, what? <laughs> what just happened to your camera? It fell. I taped it to the wall so it would stick. It fell. Uh. Anyway, so if you think about it, if humans do not have this idea of infection dots down to their, you know, biologic, biological, you know, structure. I don't think human could ever survive because they couldn't even protect themselves from the virus. Therefore, I think it's it it may lead to disaster or even extinction in some cases. I don't think I have any points though. Other okay, than maybe the a weird segue that... I kind of have is so speaking of uh, bad and like you know like cheese touching stuff. Last week, we did not record an episode of this podcast because um, one yeah, of us I got the code. was sick. Guess what, Ryan? You weren't the only one who was sick. I was also very heavily sick last week. Not from COVID. Not from the from big what? bad sea virus. I was just very sick because I have a frail and weak body. So I had kind what of a virus? thought. Just, what virus? Uh, I think it's the flu or something. It's a very heavy flu. I had a bunch of headaches and my throat was like bad most of the week, but um, overall it was fine. Anyways, more on. I had a thought while I was sick. What things. So I feel like when I'm sick, I'm a very different person from when I'm healthy. Like when I'm sick, I actually care about my health compared to when I'm healthy. I feel like I'm invincible, right? Like when you're sick, you're like, okay, start like, okay, just have like regular, drink a lot of water, stay hydrated. You don't want to die, stay healthy, right? I don't want to die. But then when you're healthy, <laughs> you're like, hell yeah, let's go. Fucking fat and sodas and just everything, destroying my body with no thought at all. So I was wondering, so like, what, what happens? Like, what, how are you when you're sick? Like, is there any differences from usually or are you the same? Well, I think the first couple of days feels like hell. I literally felt like I, I was going to die. You know, I I had a, I think, mad flu and mad headache. And uh, I, well, I don't think I get more concerned about health since I got the cold because I've been a health, a health conscious for long time since the beginning of the pandemic and so I don't think there is a major difference when it comes to healthy mindset but but I think one of the major difference is in terms of moods 
because when you're healthy I think I think this is also the reason why I uh, some people uh, are not as cheerful as others and actually there is a correlation between how cheerful someone is and their health condition because in some ways if you are healthy then you're more likely to be cheerful or you know happy kind of guy but if you are you know not as not feeling well and you know you just feel like kind of sick then you may be a more touchy-touchy person you know a more sensitive person and I think this is also the reason why there are a lot of teenagers who 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 is very fragile to anxiety and depression because I think most teenagers as, as you mentioned before a lot of them don't really care about their health they just eat you know whatever they want and uh, moreover their body don't really change that much if they eat if they eat bad food however there's they they cannot manipulate the condition in their you know mental health and their actual health although it may not reflected on their bodies you know like maybe you you eat cheeseburger too much you don't necessarily get fat because you're young and so your metabolism is quite fast but you may not feel as good as if you eat healthy food so yeah i think it's more it's more in terms of mental health uh that I felt when I got COVID instead of just, you know, in terms of mindset and, you know, whether I get more healthy or not. Because if you realize, I think last last week, I don't really joke much at class. Whereas if you know me, then, you know, I was, I was a pretty, I like to joke around, especially in classes. And I, I like to tease some students and teachers that, in, I don't know, in some classes. But then last week, I don't really do that much, you know. I'm still recovering, so I, I'm still, uh, although my mood is, is, has been a lot better, and also I also already got negative on the test, but I'm still recovering in terms of like, you know, condition. I was not in my prime yet today yeah that's just what i felt how about you what okay so other than i brought you know, this up mine. because i had kind of a weird premonition so for some reason when i'm sick i kind of go into this kind of daze right where i kind of tune everything out and for some reason i just kind of like i'm super duper into work like unbelievably so so like when i'm sick for some reason like i'm on my bed usually because i'm trying to rest but then I can't, you know, I can't sleep, I can't do stuff. I want to be, I still want to be productive. Like, there's my laptop. I put it on, like, a table or something, or, like, some sort of, I don't know, like a bed stand. I don't know if anyone has that, but a bed stand. Then for some reason, when I'm sick, I kind of go into this kind of daze, right? Where there's, like, I kind of tune everything out, and I just, like, work, and I work, and I work. And then I end up being more sick than I was before, but I have a lot of work done. So it's kind of, like, a superpower, I guess. Wow, really? You you could focus when you when you got sick, especially when I'm sick. I don't know. Oh, it's wow. really weird to me, especially when I'm sick. It's not that I can focus. It's just that 
I can't focus on anything else, the one thing I'm paying attention to, I'll, I give my full attention, I guess. Maybe something like that. Oh, right. So, oh, actually, last week, I was, I think, I was kind of similar with your condition, but then it's not work, it's not schoolwork, but it's more of an entertainment instead of schoolwork. So, when I got sick, uh, so, maybe I should start telling the story like a week or a month before. So, like the last few months or the last few weeks, I don't li- I don't really read book much, and oh, so right. I think a few weeks ago, I I don't really read book much. You know, I I was not I was I think I got into schoolwork too much to the point where I don't really have time to read books and. Sometimes when I have free time, I do social media instead of books, and so I, w- I, I don't think I was in a decent a decent position to be in because I think books really put perspective in your mind and you know it kept you calm and etc. But but the thing is, but the thing is I was not in a good condition in terms of mindset and ideas because I don't really read book much. But then when I got sick, I can't really focus on schoolwork anymore. And so instead of instead of doing those work, and when I look at social media, I my eyes don't really you know it's not I don't feel as good as I was before because the radiation I think messes up with my mind and my eyes. And so I decided to read books instead, and I I got a lot of. I finished a lot of pages. I think like I was not, you know, I'm pretty sure you are the kind of guy who, who just, you know, who could literally destroy one book in just one set. And while I wasn't that kind of guy, I think the maximum pages that I could finish in one in one set is like six around five or maximum ten. But then when I got sick, I could literally just like hundred pages in one set and so I I read I read a lot of books and I really can focus on the books itself instead of just you know usually I read books and then I get distracted by a lot of things and I do other things instead of reading books and so yeah I think that's one of the the upside of being sick last week yeah, yeah. I'm glad I'm not the weird one I thought that was only me that was like for some reason, like that kind of thing happens. Like, I actually, that's, I, I kind of thought maybe there's a bit more to talk about being sick, but it's kind of a very boring topic. Like, there's not much to say. So let's move on to the next topic, Ryan. You have anything for us? I know. Oh, but how about we talked about our friend that just got many Valentine's dates? Yes. <laughs> I feel like this is not right to talk about him behind his back without him being here, but. Yeah, okay. It's too funny we... not to, honestly. <laughs> Maybe we should. <laughs> yeah, let's wait, actually. Too. Watch yeah, out. Let's wait. Let's wait. You know, maybe maybe when we got to season two, he already got a date. So oh, maybe let's that hope. would that be would much. Be be much Ryan. Yeah, that would be amazing. We it could have make... an entire storyline from Ruh being like lonely. <laughs> Him complaining to us, <laughs> I complaining to you, and then him getting Valentine, and then him finally <laughs> getting a date. Oh my god, it's come full circle. <laughs> I was kind of surprised though when 
when I, you know, I I was not as I may not pay much attention to the current Stuko, but whenever they made something, I tried I tried to look at it. And so yesterday, I was quite surprised when I look at one of their project for the Valentine's Day because I think there are lots of I don't think people would pay and care as much as it would you know because I Definitely thought a very interesting people... kind of thing they did it's very different from like yeah I guess what we we used to do when we were back in some console just very serious very like I guess event oriented I think this is really smart actually this is like pretty yeah even if I don't like care about it I think it's a really really cool concept that they did yeah I think I think the best part of it is because they could they really know what what turns on teenagers you know gossip well not exactly gossip well in some ways yes but it's more of a you know emotion kind of stuff uh, and yeah. you know they i think they approval could maybe. really kind of yeah approval in some ways in some case and i think they could uh sort of use those elements to bring their opinions up on that project which i don't think even when even if I was in their position, I don't think I would do such thing because you know I was not <laughs> the best feeling kind of guy. So yeah. Yeah, we can tell from past episodes, right? You're not much of a feeler, are you? What is it again? Yeah. Did you say? <laughs> a cartoon psychopath, as you mentioned. <laughs> cartoon villain. Villain, yeah. Psych. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Got any more topics to talk about? Do you have any art? I kind of do, but maybe I want to save this for a bit later because I think it's a bit longer. Well, I don't think I have anything to say. Uh, but oh, when oh, maybe we should talk about books, which I don't think might might yes. be a good in, idea. In the it's in the podcast name, and we haven't even talked about it once. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure. Do you want to talk about books? Sure, let's do that. Sure. What books do you read currently? Okay. So, I've been kind of in a phase where I really like. I'm kind of bored of nonfiction books right now. Like I'm back to my my days of just perusing fiction. I've been reading this trilogy. I think it's so so okay. So, I was on the web, as you are, as you do, and I was looking for. Some recommendations on some good sci-fi to read because that is my kind of stuff. But I came along a form talking about trilogy of books, which is multiple trilogies of book written by completely forgot the author's name. Right. What is it about? Talk about this. So the trilogy of books is uh so the books it's a fantasy series basically. It's a trilogy of books. Uh, each of them are in different timeline, following like a, some character and like their descendants and stuff, basically. So like, I think it starts in the medieval ages and it moves on to like more sci-fi stuff down the road. I haven't 
Reddit. So to be honest, I, I was gonna talk about this because I haven't read it, but from that forum post, I was reminded of a series that I was meaning to pick up for a very long time called Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash or something like that. I just call it Grimgar. Uh, I, I'm back in my fantasy day. Basically, it's about this group of teenagers who are in a fantasy world and they're like trying to do their best to survive and stuff. But then, like, they're very poor. Like, like let's talk about, like, I guess the idea is like very spoiled kids thrown into an area, like a situation where they're like in a life or death kind of peril. And then, you know, like, there's so much world building. It's like a very thick book, and I think there's about 15 volumes. I haven't read them all because I'm pretty sure a lot of people said it gets kind of bad after volume eight. But basically, these like kind of spoiled teenagers, like from you know having everything, kind of thrown into this this area and this like world that like they are like poor. They have to like scrape by, survive. They eat like trash like anything they can get their hands on they have to like put their life in danger to get kind of money and stuff like it, it's a pretty good series actually in my opinion the very much something i would read i guess i would say wow so it's about fantasy it is fantasy oh wow well speaking of fantasy i was i was planning on reading the witcher because <laughs> i because I watched the season. You could play it, the... right? You could play well, it. Well, I don't think I could play it, though, because I I don't have any PC. You can play but... Witcher 1. It works on MacBook. MacBook? It's a pretty old game. Oh. Yeah, but I don't think I would, though. It's... If I... if This is, this is also the reason why I don't like to play games nowadays. I was the kind of guy who likes to get into stuff get really deep into stuff once i got into stuff i wanna you know i wanted to beat the game i wanted to be sort of quote unquote very competitive in a certain areas and so one of one of the things that i was kind of afraid is that once i got into gaming then i will get addicted just like how i get addicted in let's say math or chess or maybe social media and so, yeah, I don't think I would play the games. But anyway, I was planning on reading this book uh, because I watched the Netflix series. And I also watch a lot of reviews of the book. It seems interesting, but I don't think I ever read a book about fantasy. So, because most of the books that I read are either non-fiction or even if it's a fiction, like one of the books that I currently read is a fiction. But it's it's about it's it's more I it's not a fiction to the degree of the fantasy books, you know. Like it it talks the current book that I read is about this ex-military guy, and he wanders around America, and then basically just solve. Uh, he tries to help as many people as he can u- using his ability, and so it's not really. Uh, it's not really fantasy and so I, I'm kind of curious what is it about fantasy that you like the most or what makes the world fantasy appealing yeah so, I guess, because okay, so in some in sense name, fantasy right? oh sorry yeah because in yeah because in some sense fantasy it's 
if the author cannot give a decent introduction to the world it becomes you know it doesn't make sense it doesn't you know let's say it's not as easy to understand as let's say the book about everyday dudes or the book about you know maybe not fiction so i'm kind of curious what makes fantasy appealing this awarding i'm about to go into a very long very long rant about this because i have a lot to say about this but i'm going to sum it up really quickly before i can start it's in the name fancy fancy for it it is you know you look at it as a genre there's also another meaning in the dictionary a fantasy is something you create to fulfill your wishes your desires something that doesn't exist something that isn't real and that is why i love fantasy so much it is just a combination of wacky weird elements that you wouldn't usually find or you wouldn't really find you know all this stuff that you can you know this it's basically your imagination put down into words in picture something like that right you know it's this kind of like the adventure the world everything about that it is different from our own that is i think what makes fantasy so appealing to a lot of people it's not a world that we reside in it's like i guess like swords and shields you know magic and stuff like that fantasy is more akin to you know wish fulfillment maybe or you know you know just the world like fantastical something interesting unique like experience like that is i think what makes fantasy so appealing personally why i like fantasy so much is as i mentioned before the world the world of fantasy again it's so different from our own you know the systems that are working you know you can see a lot of like if you read tolkien right i i actually fell in love with you know tolkien's work cuz you know the way that he creates this world he crafts lot of the ring yeah lord of the rings stuff like that you know this kind of it is it feels like a real world but it is so it is so unlike our world but it feels like a real world i guess what i could say about it and that's why i like fantasy so much you know what uh so i think this is also uh i i if i'm not mistaken i watch a video about jordan b peterson talks about the relationship between harry potter and our everyday life and how or why does these kind of stories you know lord of the rings or harry potter or you know very many fantasy books are famous because in some sense it's it doesn't make sense and i and how do you make a lot of people believe in those worlds is very hard and so what he says is that it's it's not necessarily the world or the exact world that the books are in but it's more of the tragedy that are happening on the books you know like you know maybe a loss a sadness you know a a journey or those kind of stuff is very relatable to our everyday lives and i think this is the reason why those kind of books might seems interesting and does interest uh, a lot of people but i but i think one of the downside to fantasy books is that it is very prone to uh becoming 
becoming I don't know maybe a a quote unquote too wild of a of an imagination because if you can't tell the story and this this you know give a good description of the world itself then you the story won't be able to you know capture the imagination of its reader because the even the world itself that the books are in are not you know are not as native to people as the world that we you know the reality that we live in so i think it's it's very interesting when to talk about van- fantasy books because in some sense religion also works the same you know because it's you know i don't want to get into these kind of stuff because i i i think yesterday i was thinking a lot about it and i don't think i know much about it and so i decided you know maybe it's not something that i should talk about let's say in public because it's more a, it's more of a personal stuff it's not really you know i think yesterday i did a mistake of bringing this topic in uh, our in our conversation with okay. one of the guests but yeah but yeah i think fantasy is is the books and the 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 journey that i would like to experience in the near future so we're we going to talk about next <laughs> so, all right well maybe after since you talked about your book maybe uh, i would like to talk about the book that i read uh, so i was this is the first fiction book that i read because pre- previously most of the book that i read are non fiction and even when i i used to try to read harry potter but it's i think it's only the last one and it's not until i finished it you know because because i i don't really get it's not that i am not interested in it but it's more of a i i was not as committed and as yeah i was not as committed and as uh i was not really liking the book back then and so when i got to certain parts of the book that i find boring then i just close the book and just gone from it but now i currently trying to read uh, a book by lee chow called the sentinel it's part of a series a book series named jack reacher so basically the reason why i read this book is because when i got sick and i can't really do school work much i decided to take a look at the one of the amazon prime video series basically like netflix series but it's it's by uh, it is made by amazon and the series is about jack reacher who is this guy that you know he helped he is basically a wanderer so he goes around uh, usa without any actual w- without any actual destination to to aim for but then every time he got into a city or a town he constantly uh crashed to a problem at that town like for example there is a case for example like 
you know he used to go to this town and then he accidentally goes into the town where his brother was killed because of because of certain things and certain case that his brother is in and so he decided to help on the problem and solve the problem basically that kind of story you know a guy he don't really have any goal but then he goes into town and he tried to he tried to help the town to solve the problem and mostly it's it's it most most of the problem that he came across are either killing or you know basically crime and so that is what what attracts me so much you know because in some ways i am a cartoon villain so i i love this kind of stuff and so yeah i watch the movies i watch the series it's it, it's about eight episodes long uh <coughs> and then after i after i watch the series i realized that there is the book uh there is a book that it is based on and so later that day i tried to search it online and i found this book and i tried to read it ever since it's, you like it's like a very murder mysteries i guess maybe ryan yes yes it's it's not always a murder mystery sometimes it it's a <coughs> sometimes it's a kidnapping or sometimes it it's always related with crime because basically he is an ex military and so he knows when things go wrong and when things are not going right like one of the example is when he got into one town and then he, when he got into the town he realized that uh in the town there is someone who is about to be kidnapped because he could look at the formation of the people standing that are going to uh they're standing in a formation that is used to kidnap someone without people in the town realizing that you know because he used to be he used to be in those kind of business he used to be in the military and so he knows this kind of stuff and when he came across the city he don't look at the city just like any normal dudes who just look at the city as something you know maybe a place to go to but he looked at the city and he looked at the things that could possibly go wrong and how he could help the people in the town to you know uh, go into their daily life so yeah each series is about a, a case one case he solve a murder mystery another case he solve about I know maybe uh if I'm not mistaken it it's about corruption and then when he got to another town he solved other problems and you know the series goes on and the case gets more interesting this is like so wait can I, can I ask something so how sure. far have you read <laughs> it's not much though it's i think it's only like one eighth of the book okay so if i know this kind of series well which i think i'm pretty sure i do is like is it interconnected are the crimes interconnected in some way is there like a big bad that he has to take out then or something like that or is it just like individual cities just have like you know, individual stories and like you forget about them at the next one hmm i think in some books and in some cases there are some relationship but 
but but I don't think it's I don't wait I don't know because I haven't read like the whole series but as far as I know uh, like one case is very is a quite thick book and so I don't think another book having you know that much relationship with the previous book and so I think most people could read this book without having to read the previous one because the case he got solved in one book but I but I don't know because I you know as I mentioned I haven't read the whole series but it could possibly be like that it, it would make it more interesting though if that turns out to be the case hmm okay if it's not the case that would be really actually that's more interesting if it's not the case because from like all of I've read especially when the mystery stuff like let's say like Sherlock Holmes right there's always like every crime some reason at the end you have a big bad and it's like oh I was the mastermind all along I made everything happen or something like that like I don't really like Sherlock Holmes like the new series in the movie but uh, I'm pretty sure Moriarty is like that kind of character that would do that I feel like he's like suave enough to be like so yeah actually I'm the bad guy and I did everything so you know Uh, wait actually in the series Moriarty is in the mastermind of the of the problem in the BBC series right I did not the <laughs> BBC series Ryan I don't pay attention to rock balls oh, much this is your oh, thing sorry sorry I thought I thought you were going to talk about the the movie series or the the BBC series the Benedict Cumberbatch one not right yeah the Benedict Cumberbatch I one. didn't watch the Benedict Cumberbatch I didn't like it I didn't like the first right. episode alright alright no big deal do you have any other other maybe we we talked about fiction already but how about the non-fiction I know you've read a lot of non-fiction I've definitely also read it. is there something that we both read have you read Twelve More for Life no no I haven't after I Uh, you know, at the moment I'm reading two books, and so besides Jack Reacher, I also I also read a book named The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene, uh, which basically talks about how human beings behaving and how their past life and you know their childhood affect one's character and this kind of stuff, you know, psychology kind of stuff. But but I haven't read Jordan's book since I think. Is there anything we've both recently read? Because I feel like I've read recently. I've read a one about uh, the Black Plague in uh, Britain. That's the one oh. I've yeah, read recently, which is pretty interesting. Um, Tell me about it. So yeah, I, okay. So I, I think if you like, it's just a history book, right? It's not. So honestly, out of all the history books I'm gonna, I read, and I think this is called 1666, the Age of Something Something Something. But um, out of all the history books I've read, it's not the greatest. I'm gonna be honest. There's definitely much better ones in terms of like details, narration, stuff like that. But the topic is interesting enough to make up for that flaw. The topic is, of course, about um, Britain's like the, the, so. There's like the plague, you know, the Black Plague. There was a war after that, and then basically that kind of stuff. And there's a fire so the book kind of mainly goes over it's more of a linear book right it just goes over um it's like historical so like 
uh, this happened, this happened, this happened. Here are some characters that kind of were part of it. You know, I, I especially love the details. I think the book does very well is mentioning kind of like a theming background. I, I, I think I've already mentioned on this podcast, but I'm a big fan of the world, right? I love learning about the world and stuff like that. So painting stuff like um, the pleasure quarters at that time of Britain and the morning would be kind of this place this shady alleyway where you know uh girls would sell like fruits and bread and stuff like that there would be barbers and you know everyone around there at night it would be this kind of more shady place that we'd mind more akin to like kind of like brothels and stuff like that like that kind of world building i think is very interesting but it's pretty straightforward britain had the plague things happened there was a war and people died a lot of people died. That's very emphasized throughout the book that a lot of people died. Um, there was also some accounts on, uh, major, I, I especially like how they mention a lot of the major characters in a way where it read less like a history book and more of like a narrative, I guess I would say. So, you know, there's this doctor, right, who uh, was like, he's a good guy actually, but from PT to the bad. So basically, in the book, it goes. So there's this bad, this guy, he's really bad. And then later on, a few chapters later, they suddenly go, hey, remember this dude we talked about earlier and we said was really bad? He's actually a really good person. And he was actually a really big help for this entire cause, which I think it's a unique trait this book has, but I really enjoyed personally. It's, it's, it tells you the story like a fictional book. Um, no, it's, it, I guess, Okay, so I think it borrows some aspects from that, but I, I would just call it more like narrative style. It is less of... It's not like a storybook or anything, but it's more narrative, I guess. Right? Mm. Yeah, because I think one of one of the most common problems in books, especially history books, is that they, they don't really bring you on a journey in the book. Instead, they're just describing what happened. I think this is why a lot of people don't like textbooks. Because that is exactly what textbook did. You know, they, they just tell you what happens and they're just describing things. They don't really bring you on a journey. I think this is also the reason why I love Sapiens. Because Sapiens don't just tell you what happened. He also brings you on a journey since the beginning of human, human life. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, so... Maybe, I think we haven't talked about school in a while here, so I just gotta put it in here. But uh, our history teacher, he doesn't teach us, but he does do history. I'm pretty sure what he does for his classes, or I just heard, is that he did kind of like a role-playing or a play based on like the character, like each student acts out a character. While I would afford to be in class and have to do this, it is a lot, it picks that it's less about just the events straight up, but more about like what happened, these characters. If you can define characters, if you can play characters, right? I think that you have kind of this narrative aspect to it, I guess, in my opinion. Wait, by the way, since you are in the history class. No, I'm not. I was gonna ask you. Wait, I said, I just said I'm not in the history class, but I saw from our WhatsApp group what the history class was doing, and I thought it was interesting. I'm not in history class. Oh, I thought you were in history, but but I speaking of history class, I think last the last PTM 
I tried to go into the history class and I was kind of interested in the topic though. Although I don't think I would like to get the task that goes with it. Yeah. But it I think seems the teaching like... is good, but then I don't want the homework. I just want the good stuff, yes, not the bad exactly. stuff. Exactly. But to be honest, right? In exactly. that class, I was playing video games all. I was doing math and playing video games, okay? So I was not paying attention. <laughs> well, it turns out that in the class itself, I was one of the guy that talks a lot uh, compares to the student itself. So it's kind of, I don't know, some, some people don't really like the, the fact that I talk too much because it's just extend the class. But I don't really care about it. It happened again! <laughs> you could keep talking, Ryan. My camera's not in view, right? <laughs> no, I, I don't think I have anything to talk about besides that, though. Sorry about that. Maybe, okay, I was thinking of talking about our projects or something like that, maybe. Or like, not like projects, but like stuff we've done for school or something like that. Like, projects we've done for school, because Chico's definitely interested in school, right? Like, we've done a bunch of different stuff as projects. Maybe we could talk about it, like maybe or something. Like, I was talking with Obby this weekend and then I suddenly got these into like, kind of talk about the and stuff like that. But, which, which project do you want to talk about? CP? Um, just maybe in general. Maybe we start from year 7 and work our way up. Maybe like one project from each year or something like that. Maybe Pi time? I don't really know. Well, my memory was not... I, I don't think I... My memory... I was maybe still about remembers. the novel thing. The Indonesian short story <laughs> compilation. Interesting. Indonesian short story compilation. Yeah. I, still I don't I don't story. remember the exact story that I wrote but I think a few days ago I came across I accidentally opened up a docs from my year 7 and I, I forgot it's year 7 or year 8 and basically it's a story uh, yeah, it's, it's a story that I wrote for class assignment. And then I just read it and I totally despises it. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that story could go that bad. Or I don't think story could be written that bad until that moment. And so I was, I was kind of surprised by I don't know, in some ways I, I should feel good because that means I've improved a lot. But in other case, I just don't think that when I was in year eight, I was this, I was as good as I thought. Or I was as quote unquote uh, normal as I thought. And so it's just, it's just an agonizing experience to go through that story. But it's it's an interesting experience to see where you where you started and where you are now. Yeah, even though where you started was in the trash can, that's where you started. Yeah. God. Exactly. Just remembering what I tried to write, that's when Black Panther came out, right? So like, I was just, I hated writing, hated it. So any chance I could to be extremely lazy. <laughs> I would take it. I remember our classmate Arsa 
Yeah, he reviewed mine. He looked at me like, "Are you sure this is the one you want to submit?" I was like, "It's fine, no problem. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Power <laughs> scheme, <laughs> power <laughs> scheme, very much." <laughs> oh yeah, I think I remember the story there. though. Yeah, that's because of Ken. Is it? Book. That's Ken's fault that I wrote that because he gave me the inspiration. I was like, "Yes, I can play dry someone else's work." Yeah, I think I remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those times. Yeah, I I wrote about <coughs> I don't know this this experience of going to the airport, and the airport turns out to be a I don't know, uh, turns out to be a a place that are about to be attacked by some a group of terrorists, <laughs> and so oh basically God, the story goes. Uh, this basically the story goes like how me and my family, you know, help or survive in the middle of the in the middle okay. of the terrorist attack. But yeah, I think it's 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 an interesting story, but I don't think it it makes any sense. You want to know something, Ryan? I just remembered a memory here when you said that in year seven. I suggested to you, I think, the right story, because I was so freaking confident in our skills, and we we're like, let's write a story, a fantasy story. And we're like, oh, let's do that, let's do that. I'm so glad we never did that. I'm so glad we never did that. We were on board, and then I was like, really? How about no? Yes, I do. I don't believe in God, but I think that's <laughs> God's will right there. That is God's will shining upon us. <laughs> All gods, any god. Yeah. By the yeah. way, before we just we just want to talk about this. So basically, for the viewers out there who aren't classmates of ours or are new, uh, so basically, uh, we kind of in the first bit we kind of talked a bit about our teachers. So we had a class because we're Indonesians called Bahasa Indonesia, which is Indonesian language, and in that class. Our teacher Pariski, who I think I mentioned before in the podcast, um, kind of tasked us to a big project to kind of compile a books of short stories. So whenever a guest would come to Chico, we could give them that as kind of a gift or something like that, right? Like a tote bag, something like that. That was the concept. In hindsight, it was a bad idea to ask seventh graders to do that. But again, we're just especially stupid compared to seventh graders today. So who knows? Um, so that was kind of a project that we did. So each of us were tasked of writing, I think, one or two short stories, and then I think a short story based on. Well, I don't think there's much to explain after you talked about it, though, because basically our teacher told us to make a bunch of stories to be to be compiled into a book that later turned into a merchandise for this for. Sorry, a merchandise of our school that will be given to the guest speaker that are, you know, that you know that share their ideas in our school. So that is what the main i what the main idea is. And as Mikael uh, as Mikael mentioned, I don't think it's a very good idea to ask a seventh grader to make a bunch of stories. And share it to the public because because 
they're still exploring, you know. They they don't have anything much in their mind. So yeah, I think it's been a pleasure. Oh wait, is the book actually comes out? Does the book actually comes out? I'm still not gonna put my camera on here because I'm still lagging like hell. But no, I'm pretty sure it hasn't. We did all that work. Oh. For Paris, we just go. Yeah. Really bad. Let's not. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it maybe is another God's will for not sharing it to the public. Thank you, God. I would be very embarrassed if that book came. Uh. Or if that book uh, leads to my name, or you know, my name is in that book. Although it might be a good hit, a good thing to be put as a jer- a part of a journey. But I don't think it's necessarily uh, a, a something to be shared in public. Yeah. Well, that was, okay. that's one of the projects we did. I think maybe let's talk about eighth grade, right? And the big project for that year, which I can think of, was playground. I think playground of June. What is it? Yeah, playground. I don't know. Yeah, Pujumpalam. Because the next one is Pujumpara, and then we didn't intend that because we had David. Oh my God! It's really we went okay. Been in Chico for two years, three years basically. Year nine. So we have like half of our time almost in Chico online, which is, uh, this is great. I just realized that. But, but yeah, so we do Pandang, we did next. So basically, oh my god, this is just showing how much of a rich school Chico is. So Chico has this thing every year that they did, at least for Sopong, as far as I know. I think Satu does it too, called the Playground. So it's like meant to show kind of the artistic style, artistic side Call, you know, other than the scores, other than the grades, other than the learning, the artistic style, right? That's just a side style. So we would have performances, musical, you know, choreographer, so dancing and stuff like that, exhibitions. So what I want to talk about for Ujum Pandang is because we work together on Ujum Pandang, right? Let me know. I think it's Ujum Pandang, right? So we did a big project in Pandang. I'm not talking about the performance, but the playground where we did a book, I'm pretty sure, as well. Another book. Yes. An adventure book. An adventure book. She's your adventure book. As a collaboration with Fariski again. Thank you, Fariski, for your amazing ideas. <laughs> and our science teacher at the time, Ida, who's still our teacher, but not for our science. Uh, and so... Maybe I talked about the last projects. So maybe you could talk about this one, Ryan. Well, here's the thing, though. I have to tell you. I know yeah, I no. I don't say this to a lot of people, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Year eight was I don't remember much in year eight because of one thing, which is oh gosh, I I hate to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway because it what it is what happened. So. When I was in year eight, I I got into a. This is basically the first time I experienced the quote unquote. I know maybe what you would meant considered as. I know 
You know it. You knew I don't it. Know. I'm, 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 I'm yeah, I thought you're smiling, so you you might. Just, I'm anticipating so. it, Ryan. I'm just anticipating. <laughs> should I should I be frowning like you? So, so when I was in year eight, I I it was the first time I experienced what most people regard as a teenager's love. <laughs> yes, go. Um, and so, wait, so I don't to... remember much aside from my my dumb action that I did for the sake of quote-unquote teenagers. Brother Ryan, I'm just going to be very clear to you. Me and Kenzie still remember what you did in grade, and we're still making fun of you for it to this day. Trust wait, me. which one? Which one? Don't, don't worry about it, Ryan. Not actions, but just year eight, Ryan. We remember him in our hearts, and we still make fun of him to this day. So don't worry about it. Don't worry <laughs> about it at all. Oh, all right. I'm so aggy. So yeah, as <laughs> I did a lot of stupid stuff when I was in year eight, and I don't really remember much aside from how horrible that experience was. I always thought of you and as so, an unfeeling machine, Ryan. So hearing this makes you feel a bit more human to me. It's a yeah, bit more yeah, human. I am human. Yeah. Oh, I never, I, I didn't know that. And this is also the reason why I told you that our previous I don't think I said what I think in our you know quote unquote failed failed private uh, sorry failed no guest episode because I I don't think I am reflecting on that experience because because I'm just saying because at that time I sorry because at the podcast on our failed attempt podcast, I don't think I tell you my actual argument about it. And after I think about it, I think I would like to share much of it though. So yeah, I that's just what happened when I was in year eight. And so when you asked me anything about it, and even even when you brought this up, I I let you you know I let you explain all the things because I don't remember much. Okay, so I'll explain for you. Let me be honest. Okay, so basically, Ryan is a freaking. <coughs> That's what I'm gonna say. He just, for some reason, in year eight, Ryan was just kind of this machine who just like pumped out content like a freaking boss. Like, Barisky asked him to do stuff, boom, it's out. Every teacher just, boom, 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 boom. It's just so fast. Ryan just did it so well. And then, you know, he also surpassed me in sports in English once, which, Ryan, look, Ryan. I think you're a good friend of mine. I really respect you. You do not deserve that. <laughs> at all. Absolutely not. Absolutely not you deserve that, Ryan. At all. I respect you, Ryan, but no way did you deserve that. Anyways, from that tangent, maybe we can talk about it in a future episode. But, so, that with that information that I've given you, what happened for eight was that we did an exhibition as well, right? Where we also showed off kind of our work. And so, we did a poster that still hangs around in the school to this day. And our first day of PETA-M, found it hanging on the wall, and we're like, hey, still there. That poster we made, that Ryan made, basically, and then I just did the research for it. And then I don't know who our other team member was, but he did stuff, probably. So that's what happened in year eight, because actually, nothing happened in year eight, except for I remember pie time. What did you do for pie time, Ryan? Oh, it's it's in year eight. I think I, 
I made the worst project. I made the worst project out of all the projects that I did because it literally is a trash. Because in year eight, I was so busy doing schoolwork, and I was so busy, quote unquote, feeling the, getting the experience, you know, of, you know, stupid things and stupid stuff, that I, I don't focus much on my pipeline, and I think I, it's it's so far the worst thing that that I've ever produced. So I think I made a video in my pipeline about trash about about how trash were made and how it it process and how it finally uh, I don't know where it ends and after I look at it uh, at the fi- after I made the final product I realized that it turns out to be an actual trash instead of a video that talks about trash So yeah, I think my my Python don't really. Okay, so yeah, again, Python's are doing series. I made a video game. I didn't publish it. It's kind of shit, but okay, it's fine. Wait, which which video game do you made? You made I a lot of video RPG. games. RPG. Oh I called yeah, it Math Quest. Basically, what we do is <laughs> I, I based it off like an old MMO I played, educational MMO for like children in America. Basically. You would go into these kind of RPG-based battles, but then you would try to use a move, and then before you could execute it, you would have to do math and stuff like that. So basically, it's very similar to that. So basically, I just designed it so you have this kind of very basic RPG formula, but the entire time, the most difficult part is so depending on how far you are from the original number or the original result, you would have an attack that is higher or lower. So if you got it completely wrong, it would be zero. But if you got it close, it would be kind of like I think it was 15. I put it 15% lower. And if I you got it right, uh, you would get it 100%. And that was all I did. It was kind of shit, but yeah, what was I gonna say? Wait, I think you are one of the guys that I got envy of that by time because I thought your project is so good uh, that I oh my don't. God, think... I hated my project so much, Ryan. You have no idea. Maybe it's the same how you feel about your project, but I really hate my project. I think I could have done better. So year eight was kind of like a big year for me because I kind of stepped away. While you're doing whatever you're doing, Ryan, who knows? <laughs> yes. But I was on a path trying to improve myself, trying to be better academically, uh, personally. So project-wise, I started getting this kind of bad habit. I guess more of an obsession that kind of haunts me to this day, which is work. I just put so much extra effort into it and extra much extra time that it kind of like takes away from my time for doing anything else. So that's like kind of what happened in year eight. It was kind of a big year for me. I'm gonna be honest. After WSC, kind of like made me feel I was oh, stupid. Yeah. Wait, if I'm not mistaken, in year eight you introduced me to the book Sapien, right? Yeah, year eight me was also trying to be smart, so I read a lot of books. And that's a lot of non-fiction. I still read a lot of books, but it was mostly fiction. I'm not a non-fiction guy. I was not a non-fiction guy until I started reading. And I was like, hey, this is actually like really good. Like, I actually really enjoy this. But yes, that's because I don't want to talk about your eight anymore. Because honestly, not great here. <laughs> Wait, before before we before we move to another topic, 
I would like to know. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to know what kind of stupid thing that I did that you recognized when I was in year eight. So Ryan, it wasn't me that recognized it because, as you know, I am like a brick basically when it comes to emotions. I don't understand them at all. Like just actually just putting it out there, I have no idea. Yeah. But it was because of our friend Kenzie. Our friend Kenzie, who you know, is always around me. I talk to him a lot because I don't want to join a religion class. Uh, <laughs> that's what I do. Okay, so basically, I'm a bad student. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm just coughing. Since like since we since we talk and like right, he looks at you. Like Kenzie could tell something was different about Ryan. And I think he knew that you like someone, and then he, to this day, is still laughing about. About Ryan's first love, and I'm gonna be honest, okay. Ryan. I did not realize this until you told me. When you were on this, I was like, maybe it's about this, but it's unlikely. But then when you did, I was like, oh, actually, no, no. This is, apparently, Kenzie was very right, and I'm very dumb. Look, I was not <laughs> hanging about Ryan a lot back then because I was hanging out with another one of my friends. But uh, yeah, that's <laughs> what happened in year eight. Shall we move on? Year nine. Maybe you yeah, can talk about yeah, year nine this time because you've gone for your phase. I would call it my phase. Your phase. I don't know what it, I. You know, what? I'm not gonna talk about it like that. I feel like it's, it's rude to you to say it like that. I was Wait. I was trying to be funny about it, but yeah. What that what thing. phase? Year nine. Your love, Ryan. Well, actually, in year nine, I was an absolute monster. You know, I think it's my. It's one of my prime years. That's why because... on from that and you became no. I feel like yeah. you were better in year eight, Ryan. I'm gonna be honest here. Year eight, you were more of a monster than you were in year nine. I don't think you just remember that. Because year <laughs> eight, you were like well, a true monster. Well, in terms of work, maybe yes in year eight because I was basically a teacher's puppet in year eight. But in year nine, yeah, I was truly. I was doing everything that I. I was basically being me. Most of the time, and so when I don't like something, I I say it right away, and I, you know, I basically do the things that I believe in instead of do the things just for the sake of the scores or, you know, uh, being liked. Because in year nine, we actually, you know, the COVID hit, and then I get to step away from everyone and realize. Who I actually am, and what are the things that I like, and what are the, the things that you know I like just because my friends like liked it, and so in year nine I think I I I became I started to mature in year nine. I started to don't really care much about other people. I you know I do a lot of things that don't necessarily. Uh, makes me likable but certainly is makes me uh, happy and so yeah I think that's what happens in year eight and moreover I had a lot of time to talk with my parents and so I get to understand the other side of me and how I was raised and basically who I was and who my family was so yeah I think in year nine I became I became a monster. I if I don't agree to something, I'm gonna say it right away. And a lot of people don't really like 
that idea and you know it's like you're a lot of people you're a respectful monster, right when you disagree with stuff you're like i think that this might be better if it's like this like when i agree with, i disagree with stuff i just say i think that's dumb i think you're stupid and then the teacher usually goes well uh, sorry kid but this is chico and then not how chico works bro so like you gotta be like a better kid bro like, like bro and i'm like <laughs> you are also dumb <laughs> and in year nine i read a lot of books one of them is sapien that's the first time i actually yes. read sapien Finish. we talked about it together for the first time on once i remember that as well yes and i was i was surprised by the book and i was kind of i was I was kind of uh, apa, disappointed that I didn't read it the moment you told me to read it. So yeah. I'm pretty sure we did watch though in year eight. So I remember. Yeah, we did. Maybe we, I'm gonna jump back a bit, but after we had an exhibition, we actually did a lot in year eight that I completely forgot. We had an ex- exhibition uh, with like parents and stuff who came for visual arts, and then afterwards we were supposed to meet back in the visual arts room. The next subject was I think Indonesia or was it social studies? Basically, we're supposed to go to the visual arts, but you and me just went to the social room because I think I was trying to be responsible or whatever, and then no one was coming, just chilling with Patriski there, who was waiting for everyone. He's like, hey, you should watch Nouveau Yahari, a Nouveau, no- yeah, Nouveau Noah Harari video Patriski, and then we watched it together in class. And then people came yeah, and yeah. they started judging us for being, why did you join visual arts class? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Is it the interview with Mark Zuckerberg? No, actually it was the TED Talk. Oh yes, the TED Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I kind of missed it though. Those time when... <coughs> when... When, you know, when there's no COVID. And, you know, we get to do the things that we did when the we were... The thing is without COVID. Like stuff that for me now isn't as valuable. Back then, when I was in school, it just kind of became like this kind of gem, right? Like I would do whatever I could in class. Like I remember uh, something for journalism. Everyone else was doing. I think we were doing a tournament or something. I was the only one left. I was like, hey, pa, there's a thing about journalism that's very educational that I found online. It's kind of this like video game. You think I could I could play it in class to study? It was not. It was just me wanting to play a video game. But like at school, that was so valuable. Like that kind of time, just like I'm in class and I can play video games. Like, boom! Even the stuff that isn't really that fun when you're in school, just because that you're in school and you're playing it, just becomes so much more better. So yeah, at home I don't appreciate it because I'm like I could play video games anytime. But you know what? I couldn't do anytime work. So I'm gonna do that now, and I'm never gonna play video games ever again. <laughs> Anyways, back to maybe year nine, since we were talking about that earlier. One of the things, so year nine was something in call a big boy thing that we did called CP, culminating project. And basically, this is supposed to be culminating all we've learned in the past years, but actually, it's just a big project. Wait, 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 very stupid sorry, sorry. I, think, I think your sound was not... That's okay, I'm gonna move forward and I'm gonna go into the mic. This time, I'm into the mic. Can you hear me this time, Ryan? It's not that I can't hear you. It's, it's just, stuttering. you know, sometimes it's cut. Yeah. Yep, it's stuttering, and I should speak more clearly. Uh, so, in year nine, we had this thing called CP, culminating 
project. So this CP thing was supposed to be a culmination of all we learned throughout uh, the last three years we were in school. So we would start at the beginning, I think in February, and we would present in the next year. I forgot what day, what month. What was it, Ryan? I think it's an, it start on on the beginning on the very beginning of year nine, which is around July. Hey, wait, yeah, around July or August, and it ends in Jan- January, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, sorry, then because I was wrong. since so January, it started at the beginning of year nine and it ended yes. at January, which is the next year, so I'm the beginning of that. Uh, so yeah, it's beginning the of the next semester. Yeah. The second semester. So basically, yep. a lot yep. of us had huge projects to work. I know a few kids wrote full novels. I quote this again: full novels that are published and has been recognized by a real author, like a real author. It is terrifying. Again, maybe I've mentioned the first episode. It is terrifying what is cap- what these people are capable of. It's through the sheer power of money, not money. That was also their hard work, but. I'm just gonna say that for the Hahalal XD. They're not in school anymore, so they can't call me out for this. Maybe <laughs> one of them can, but they can't call me out for this. <laughs> yeah, so like, people are crazy, basically. People are crazy. No, wait, actually, I was wrong. No, I'm completely wrong. Only one person wrote a full fledged book. You know what? It was year eight where two people wrote full-fledged books for their pie time. And that's why I was so embarrassed about mine, right? Because people wrote full books, right? Full books for pie time, which actually has no bearing anything academically throughout the year. But it's only there to make Chicago look better as a school. They wrote books, full books. And then I made just kind of the shitty video game I threw together in a few, a few weeks, few months. Anyway, so you're fine. One of them wrote a book. Um, a few of us, I'm pretty sure only in Abi, my friend, publish apps that are on the App Store, which you can check out Addison. Please check out Addison. Download it. Uh, not mine. It's, I've taken it down because I hate it so much. Um, some of us wrote comic books. Um, some of us did like campaigns for the environment and stuff like that. The digital is a culminating project with high time which we did a few years before and we didn't really talk about it and why i'm talking about it now talking about it now because we were we had to include some sort of problem we want to solve with it and we had to do a thesis like a research paper at the end we had to submit that by the way almost scarily i, I got i got i got a, i got a message from kenzie like five minutes ago about the thing that we we're talking about earlier wow it's almost scary how, how fast it is anyways. Get over their phone. Shall we continue? I'm just gonna restart from the beginning because I'm not <laughs> cutting that. Not that crazy. Anyways, so yeah, as what as I was saying, because we just did a cut, or if the viewers out there if you're confused. Um CP, we had to incorporate some sort of issue into our product. So something like we wanted to help out with, right? So we call it community something. But we wanted to had to contribute to society 
which Pytime, we didn't have to contribute to society. We just had to make something that made us appeased or something like that. Anyways, with that said, I chose to make something about education, which I think viewers of the podcast will have known by now from how many times we talked about it on this podcast, especially with guests. And I published an application, as I mentioned before. How about you, Ryan? No, I, I made a horrible comic. I made a horrible comic book. But... Mm, uh, here's the thing, though. My CP is... I was... I In my head, it was a piece of garbage. But... Most teacher in Chikao thought of it as a piece of diamond. And so what happens is, I was, I think last year, I was constantly invited to talk about CP, like in in an actual, I don't know, community talk, or in an actual, I don't know, maybe, uh, I think it's, it's, it's almost in a form of podcast, but it's shorter. So I get interviewed a lot for that product, whereas I, in, in my head and in my heart, deep down, I think of it as a piece of garbage. But a lot of, but I was, but I was, you know, I was told. I think it's because the concept was so unique, right? Everyone else is talking about like, the environment stuff and you're like, history, Indonesian history, stuff like that, which is just so unique Probably. and so different. Yeah, yeah, probably, but but yeah, maybe in terms of concept, it, it is one of the most interesting ones. But I don't think it's it's the it's the thing that most teacher uh, it's the thing that are told by most teachers about my product. And so, you know, I had a lot of fights in my head when every time I was interviewed of my CP. But yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, it's it's something that I did when I was a kid. So yeah, I think I should I should be proud of it instead of just thinking it What's was a the topic again, right? I made a comic book about the the ninety eight tragedy, the Suharto <coughs> tragedy, which is which turns out to be a very complex problem. You know, because at first I thought it was, I thought it was something that would be, uh, you know, that that may that can be easily put to to a comic book, but after I did a lot of research, I it turns out that it was so much complex than I thought, because I don't know. Wait, what just happened? Can they just? Invite me to a group. The hell, Kenzie? This, this is scary. What? This is scary. What, what, what is Kenzie doing? Wait a minute. Sorry to cut the podcast what? short. Oh, no, 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 no. He... What the heck, Ken? This is this Benson. You're listening to this. Uh, Ken- Kenzie, are you here on my computer? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait. Wait no. Oh. He, he is advertising his... His event, I think. Oh no, no, no. I thought. Kenzie, no, we're recording a podcast. Come on, man. 
Anyways, I'm keeping this the podcast. It's actually very entertaining. Anyways, <laughs> we could return to form. Calm now. Back to back to Chi. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's CP. But I think what I want to talk about most is the. I think what's most important is it was not the product. I think even if your product was a flop, as long as there's one thing that's the most important, which is our report. I'm gonna tell you right. I had a mental breakdown. Or like actually, I had a mental breakdown. Like I went crazy doing. I don't know why, but it was just like one of the worst projects I've ever had to do in my life. And I, so it's not even that long. How long was it? Like a few thousand, I think. Nine pages. That's what I remember. Okay, so I think it's a few thousand words. Is it in the tens? I'm pretty sure it's not in the tens, but it's a lot of work, because that's a good measurement for some people. But I've written way more than that in a single day before. But I've never had that much of a mental breakdown writing anything in my life. It was one of the worst times in my life while doing that because we'd have to do it during our vacation, right? During semester break, and then just doing it was just like this thing that just made me go crazy, man. I could not sleep at all. I don't know about you, but for me it was horrible. At least I got a good score at the end, but like, God, that was horrible. Yeah, I think my experience were kind of similar with yours. But, but here's the thing, though: when I did my CP, I had to. Uh, so <laughs> when I did my CP, so actually before the term break, my family already planned a vacation to Jogja and so when the term break comes I have to finish my comic book while also going to Jogja and so while every so I was basically going on a vacation but not really a vacation because I still have to do my work and it was just agonizing doing things where you are supposed to have fun and so yeah i since that day i i always tried my best to do things before the deadline because doing things when you are forced to do and when you don't really have control over because it's just it already passed the deadline it's it's not it's very very I know hard and it's I don't like the feeling of it and so yeah I think that's what happened to me but I think in the report I don't I don't feel like the report is I don't think that the making of the report is worse than the making of the project because in the report you could actually tell what what are you intending to make and so you it's more of a I think I get to say what I believe in I get to say what I am intending to do instead of just showing what I'm actually doing and so (laughs) I think the report is so much easier than the project itself because in the project you have to actually do the work instead of just I I had so much fun doing the project that like I feel like I would happily do it on a vacation, and I did it instead of a vacation, but when it came to marking the report, it was so so much of a slog compared to the product. I remember there was also some drama that went on, I guess, during the, the exhibition part of it, if I'm not wrong, 
especially when it came to interviews. Uh, a few of us got interviewed during that time, and I think uh, were featured, right, uh, for our projects. And no offense to anyone who did get featured, but um, there were some people, uh, so I'm not going to mention who because uh, I'll keep their anonymity, who were kind of upset that they didn't get featured, who thought their product was so much better than everyone else's, which maybe I can kind of see, but like, you know. Um, so yeah, that, that, I, I don't know if you knew this, Brian, but there was this kind of drama that happened. Like some people, did, like they who thought they really deserved to get featured, I thought they did get featured too, were just completely ignored in place of like the topic, right? The topic versus the product kind of thing. Wow, they they had the total opposite of my. They are the total opposite of my case because what happens with me is that I get featured, but I don't like my product. Whereas they, they like their product. They want to get pizza, but they don't get pizza. Wow. Yeah. Feels bad to beat them, I guess. I, I was remembering, I was also remembering, like, what's the qualification? I looked at, like, who got featured, like, oh, yeah. Pretty obvious. Like, they don't, they're not all, like, they're not on an equal level, right? But the topics definitely are on an equal level of, like, this is what people care about. The kind of thing. I was wondering, right, if we're, we're very close to our next CP, and I was wondering if you already had an idea of what to do for oh, it. Oh, that is exactly what I'm going to ask you. Yeah. That is the exact question that I'm going to ask you. I guess but, I want to I... ask it. I'll go first, so be courteous. So, right. As you know, I'm a very negative person. We've talked about it in fact, I'm very much of a pessimist. And what I was going to do is a project <laughs> that is the exact opposite of uh, all the projects. Instead of trying to raise awareness, I'm going to show people that it's dumb to raise awareness to those issues, and then there's other issues to care about. That is my project, and that's my plan. Basically, it's just this most. This is my pessimism. So, you know how the CP is like about featuring like global warming, climate change, sexism, racism, stuff like that. I'm gonna go one step further and go, hey, but there's also issues over here that you're completely ignoring that also kind of are important and maybe these issues aren't actually that big in our country and you shouldn't really obey the west western you know standards that much thank you very much i'm gonna leave now before you bully me wow so that's sure interesting that's what i'm planning <laughs> well if you could if you could decorate it in such a way that are appealing to chica i think that would be an interesting thing to do yeah but they already know now because I, I I put it out there here, but maybe like they have mentors now, you know, right, Ryan? What we didn't have mentors. What did we have in our we did CP? We, we did. did, we did. Ooh. Mine's Pariski. No, 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 no. Those are the kind of mentors. As we interviewed one of the people who are going to CP in our previous episode, Bosnia version of before, by the way. Anyone here who only speaks Indonesian, you can enjoy that. But I'm not sure why I'm commercializing. Wait, I good. think the the year nine also Andu. has. No, professionals that there's the the, the the source right ryan like the activist person helping pandu that's their guider they're, they're people the people who are like helping them yeah they they, they have are a mentor, helping but like the mentor and then there's like the source right like the main source well, and I then think... we're forced to do it now well wait 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 i think we are i think we also have the same feature when we made cp because i because we are able to ask someone from outside to yes, talk about it. But I'm and pretty I sure think, it wasn't mandatory. Yeah, it wasn't mandatory. I'm pretty sure it is but now. But I think now, maybe. I think it is. 
And then I think that's the difference. Because I know, like, some people, like... Uh, so, Bootyas reached out to me for one of her uh, mentees. Uh, guidance from... Because I did game development last year, right? So, I'm basically a source. This person... I'm pretty sure there's not someone who would do this kind of thing. But I think it is, like, required for them to do it. And so, because of that, they have it, like... They have... They included it. Which I think it's Probably. really different. And that's going to be the but, issue for me. I don't know who would do that. A terrorist, maybe? Terrorist, let's go. Ryan? But here's the thing, though. When... I think the reason why uh, our guest, Pandu, got many uh, guest speakers, you could say, not exactly as a mentor, but a guest speaker, is because her mentor is Miss Putti. Oh, and I that's think, just OP. Yeah, yeah, I think same same thing happened with uh, our, one of our friends, Zipa, because she also gets her chance to talk with uh, one of the author, one of a famous, very famous author, to help her with her books. And so I think it's it's in some ways it may sound like a privilege to have Miss Putti as our mentor. But but yeah, I think that's what happens. If you if you there are certain teachers who really care about it, but on the other hand there are also some teachers who just like wing it you know yeah, that's true you know, they they have you know they they may have one or two mentees that I'm a just help them that doesn't make sense that's that shows that they don't care about their mentee at all like oh who's she? a student she called there oh, that's a perfect sort because we all know she there are two possibilities though one there are two possibilities though one they don't know much uh people that are related with each specific topic and the second reason or the second possibility is that they don't really care but i think most ca- in most cases no because Jipa knows game developers you know because we had an internship offer yeah. we had an internship inter- internship offer into a game development office in oh, year yeah. nine wait but it's it's like the the setu chikal you know no no, no. it's i don't think because so problem. we had it we didn't get it because we were second we were second, so they couldn't. But we had the offer at first. Which means Chico has the contacts still. Do so. Maybe. Probably. And I know there's a club that, you know, so basically there's no reason they couldn't. But I'm pretty sure it's the second reason. No offense to the teacher because she's actually a guest on our podcast. No offense to you. <laughs> oh yeah, I just remembered we talked about the teachers. But um, let's be honest here. It just seems like a lack of care. And I respect that. I'd rather not yeah. have a mentee on I'd rather not have a bed. They get in my way. Here's the, the time. Here's the thing, though. I think Miss Diaz's mentee, who is asking for a quote-unquote developer uh, guest speaker, is my sister. No. Yeah, yeah because my sister someone else's is a- sibling. Really? Yes. It Are was you sure about that? It is my friend Abby's sibling. Oh, I yeah. thought it was my no, no, no. because my sister actually made an app also, and she just uh, and she has been thinking a lot and searching a lot for a developer. 
Yeah. Which you did not give. I did. I said I'll be budget. I'm, I'm serious about that. He's good, man. He's he's good. He has too much time in his hands, honestly. Way too much time. No, but um, but um, I know he is. He is incredible. But I'm asking someone who truly uh, do this for their life. You know, who is who can be paid? I don't know much people. Money. Yeah, I don't know people. Well, who not do much, that. but you know, can you know be thing, paid I don't like. I money. don't talk to people, Brian. You know me. You know, I don't talk to people. You know what he's done as well, yeah. right? He does um. <laughs> Like um, cybersecurity, which is like a bunch of coding, which is basic application development. Basically, basically, you know, basic application. <laughs> He's a professional too. Probably very good, but professional, yes. But wait, I think we shifted too much. So you made, you want to make a what? An I don't know the product, but that's, I'm anti-awareness. Anti-woke. 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 Wow, that's interesting. That's interesting. Full power to you, man. I, I think it was such a good idea to be put up because you know I think you know I a lot of people gonna hate me for this, but I'm gonna say it anyway because it's what I believe. But but I think things like. Uh, climate change and you know basically the woke equality and those kind of stuff I think those things are overrated it They're was important, it has but yeah they, they are not important. as important as people it's, like it's, it's important exactly but it's not like it is life-threatening but it's not like this is the only issue we should focus on right now because there's other yes. issues we could focus on as well especially you know to help these issues well right so it's not like this is not the only thing that we have in our world that's a problem yeah this this is my number one problem with all those kind of stuff which is the idea that <coughs> most of these problems are coming from the west and these are basically a trend that i believe will go away in the next couple of years and so I believe it's it's not it has it's not that I don't think those things are important it's that I think those things especially in social media has crossed the line of you know of the actual thing you know of the actual if you cover the environment itself. you shouldn't be using social media honestly probably not a good idea so yeah I think that's you know, because I used I used to be very concerned about those kind of stuff. In fact, it is one. It is uh, I did I did a project for climate change when I was in in year eight. You know, because as I mentioned, I made I made a video about trash, and so basically how it is related with the climate change and stuff. But then the more I research about it, the more I realize that it's just a trend, and it I think the trend has crossed the line of solving the actual problem it has gotten to the degree of you know telling people what to do and you know basically becoming more of a discrimination to a lot of people so yeah i think that's what i think about climate change and equality and those kind of stuff again it's and, not that it's not an important issue it's not that this yes. is not life-threatening it's just that maybe in some ways it is yes. just not being felt in the right way i guess is what we Brian's trying to say here. 
Yes, exactly. That's what I'm gonna do. Anti-woke protocol. But how about you, Ryan? What is your? Do you have any plans or something that you can share? Oh, 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 I have a plan. I already wrote it on my whiteboard. Oh hell but yeah! I'm gonna... That's but it. But here's the thing, though. So I thought CP was oh, yeah, supposed. Right. You're 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 freezing. Give me a second. Wait a second. Right. Am I still freezing? All right. So last week I had a. I had a discussion with one of the year 12 students to talk about their CP and he mentioned that the new the year 12 CP don't necessarily have to solve a problem anymore but instead it has to be related with our future career my you know? god my worst yes, nightmares best. are coming true Wait, wait, I thought it was a it was a dream of mine, you know, because some of the things that I wanted to do and I like to do don't necessarily solve any problems. More often than not, it just produces more problems. But here's the thing, though, it made me very happy because that means I could make something that is <coughs> quote unquote not solving a problem, or you know, it does not have to be coming from an issue you know so this is my idea for my next CP so I'm not sure this is a good idea but for me it's it's a it's the best idea that I could ever have so here's my idea my CP is going to be a basically digital marketing and so I wanted to make money by selling things dig- digitally. So that's that's what's in my head at the moment. That would be really so I wanted to sell something. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to get some profit because that is basically what I'm gonna do in my future career. So I wanted in. So yeah, I wanted to learn about Google Ads. I wanted to learn about Facebook Ads and basically in digital marketing hey, ads. Ryan, you know, you could start now and help this podcast grow with um, You could do that also. That well, would be pretty cool. here's the thing. At the moment, I have something else to do. And so I don't think I could learn as much as if I was in year 12. Because in year 12, you really have time and resources to do this thing. Whereas today, I think this is more of a side project. And so... <clears throat> We're kind of bashing this project into multiple different other projects that we have personally. And so, yeah, I think when I was in year nine, I wanted to get as much money as I as I can through digital marketing. That's what I'm going to do. I like that idea, Ryan. I think it's very good. That's a very good idea. I also love money, All right, I think it's the single greatest thing in this world uh, other than... Uh, Gold, of course. Love gold as well, but single greatest thing. You know, <laughs> a lot of a lot of Chica students might not find this relatable because most of them basically lived in a castle for the rest of their life. But but I love money, man. I know, right? I know, right? Money is so cool. <laughs> I don't know why people say you can't solve problems with money, man. I feel like the billionaires have proven us wrong that like a uh, problem. <laughs> Do you mean a million dollars? Please shut up now. And no more problems now. Thank you very much. No more problems. Just money. Just money. <coughs> so 
yeah, I think I think year 12 is going to be interesting because I wanted to do that. Well, my I want to anti woke for my career. What should I do then? <laughs> Very difficult. I don't know because here's the thing. Though. Oh, you make what? Money. Uh, ransomware. Virus. <laughs> I make ransomware. That's a good though. idea. I also need money. That's a good idea. I like the uh, word money as well. Yeah. So. I think year nine is going to be very. Eh, sorry, year twelve is going to be very interesting. Uh, and I know I just can't wait. At the moment, I can't wait, but I don't know when I actually do it whether it's as fun as I thought it is going to be. Oh, but it's gonna be hell, Ryan. Let me tell you something. Not... From knowing yeah. people who have done this kind of stuff, it's it's a sink of time. I feel like if. Don't have time to do anything now. In the future, if you really like that kind of stuff, you're not gonna have time for anything else. As long as you have time for the podcast, I don't care though, Ryan. Everyone at the 12 p.m. You can watch it on Spotify, YouTube, everything else. But yeah, that's past projects, future projects. Uh, maybe who knows what happens in the future? Maybe yes. Ryan will decide to use like money anymore. He'll give his entire fortune to me. That'd be also very cool, Ryan. <laughs> That'd be very cool as well. You know, this is this one of. Ah, uh, no, I, I think I'm gonna say this. Cat, I have a catchphrase for my project, but I'm gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it here. Okay. I'm gonna. I may say it privately. Okay. But I'm not gonna share it to public because yeah. it's it's just rack, very very. I think it's one of my brilliant ideas. And he doesn't have many of those. Ryan's not that brilliant of a person, yeah. so you know, exactly. he's not. He doesn't have any of those. Good idea. Exactly. Who's <laughs> Ryan? Who thinks that I find are um, very much in sync? Oh well. So <laughs> we really went off the rails this episode from the first topic. Sick. I thought yeah. we were like, yo, money though. I like money a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Guess maybe. So, yeah. Good time. Maybe end this episode of the podcast, so we can also have a meeting about how we can match the podcast so it doesn't sink to nothingness before this episode gets uploaded. Uh, I'll do closing. Or would you like to do that, Ryan? You do it. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't know what to say. Uh, this is very hard. Thank you to everyone just watching this podcast. Anyone out there? Uh, I'm recording this as we really haven't uploaded much yet, so. We don't know what's gonna happen in the future, but hopefully some of you stick around, like, subscribe, do all the stuff, follow Spotify. Um, yeah, enjoy the podcast. Next week we have uh, another guest. I wonder who will be. I'm not sure either, but I'm sure it's gonna be fantastic. As our guests are wonderful people who I will definitely not talk about badly behind their backs. Anyways, thank you to everyone who has been watching. I've been Mikael, and I'll see you somewhere again. Oh, sorry, I'm Mikael. My co-host Ryan.、Uh, say bye, Ryan. Actually, don't bye, say bye. And we'll see you somewhere again, somewhere in this goodbye world. I've been Michael Simon Ryan. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> Wave, Ryan. Bye. And.、Bye.